Blog Talk Radio. In a country dominated by left-wing radicals, there remains one voice of reason. This is the Conservative Hour, with your host, A.J. Bruno. It's on now. Hello there. Welcome to the all-new show, The Conservative Hour, with A.J. Bruno, your uh, ultimate conservative. Um, the man with all the answers, or at least I uh, try to have them all. Um, it's great to be here. It's great to be here. I hope you all like the new show. Uh, we're, we're moving to an hour format here with this program. We'll be on 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern every weekday except for Wednesday, but we're probably going to start that in a couple weeks now. Just got a few things i got to take care of, and we'll be on to that. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to have some great guests coming up, too, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. We've had some scheduling issues. Uh, some people, uh, our first guest, unfortunately, fell a little ill, so we had to put that off a few episodes. But we're going to definitely have that soon. You'll want to stay tuned. It should be great. We'll do lots of great liberal bashing together. And it's always fun to bash the liberals, you know. You can never, you never do it too much. And if there's any way we're going to get through the next four years, uh, we have to remember that we, you know, it's okay to laugh at them sometimes. Because let's laugh at the liberals together. Isn't that just so much fun? Anyway, we've got a lot to talk about in today's hour. If you'd like to be a part of the program, Please give me a call, whether you agree or disagree, 347-308-8073. You know what, why the program might be called the Conservative Hour? I love to hear from liberals and anyone else who might not totally agree with me. You know, tell me why. Uh, that's what's supposed to make America so great. So I'm always happy to hear from anyone out there. Okay, uh, why don't we get started with the show? What I want to discuss first tonight, this whole trick that our our glorious leader, uh, the man who has all the answers, the Messiah himself, dear leader Obama, or as I call him, President Hussein. Now, he goes to this uh, Caribbean conference, apparently, and this guy, it is just embarrassing. I mean, think about it. This man is supposedly the president of the United States. When he goes out there at every left turn, he'll bash America to any foreign leader he wants to, or he'll shake hands with someone like Hugo Chavez. To me, that picture says it all. You can see when he's shaking hands with that man, there's a big grin on his face, you know, act all excited to see him, you know, he's so cool. Meanwhile, apparently President Hussein doesn't realize that uh, just a month ago or so, <laughs> he was insulting him, you know? It, well, considering you're a leftist, and if Hugo Chavez doesn't think you were left enough, and is going to insult you for it, well, then he might, you know, need to think over things a little bit. But for him to be all nice to him and stuff, this guy is a dictator. He is a tyrant. He is a menace to the entire hemisphere. He is a threat to Western civilization. And it is shameful that a supposed American president, a supposed leader of the free world, would go down there and actually entertain his antics. And not only, not only entertain his antics, that's not going far enough. Not only does he do that, but he makes all buddy-buddy with him. You know, Hugo, he's just a nice guy. Yeah, let's shake hands. It's good to see you, man. It's great to see you. You know, when you have that kind of attitude, why, why should he change? I mean, the guy just won a referendum, which, you know, won in quotation marks, because I'm sure it wasn't fairly done, where, you know, he's already been president there 
oh, for what, about 10 years now? And he wouldn't be able to run again after 2000. Like 2012, he would be out. That's it. But nope, nope, he wants to serve indefinitely for life. And that makes him a good guy because he's a socialist and a dictator who thinks that he should hold power for the rest of his life and, you know, no one else can and shut down any sort of opposition. Why on earth would anyone support that? Whether it's someone in Venezuela or whether it's, oh, I don't know, the president of the nation that's supposed to be a beacon of freedom and liberty and democracy and republicanism and, and these values to all corners of the earth. And the fact that these left, these leftist radicals, they think this is fine, this is great. You know, maybe our great leader should um, do some real reading and realize that, hey, I don't know, maybe he's not educated enough. In, uh, well, what are you saying, AJ? He's, he's, you know, he went to some of the finest schools in the world. No, not that sort of education. He's not educated enough in the matters that a man should be to hold this office and to be competent or to excel in this position. Maybe he should read some real uh, political thoughts, some real books which might help him and help him to promote American values and realize that, you know what? America is supposed to be, and it was, um, a shining light for the world. And all him and his cronies are doing is trying to make that light fade. They're trying to destroy this country. They're trying to undermine everything that it's about. You don't go out there and bash this country. You don't go out there and act all nice to one of the world's most brutal tyrants. And you don't go and accept an anti-American book and then say, oh, well, you know, I'm a big reader, and basically hint that you're going to read it. Why don't you read books about why America is so great and not why America is the scourge of the earth, like Mr. Chavez thinks? But yet the left will never say anything about that. And why is that? Maybe because they don't love what this country is all about. And they'll support anything this man does. He could do no wrong in their eyes. After all, he's the Messiah. How could he possibly do anything that would be remotely bad? <laughs> of course. And, you know, it, it's interesting how they would whine about, you know, for eight years that you know, it's patriotic to express your dissents. Uh, but now it's not. It's unpatriotic to say anything about this man, anything about what he does. Anything about how he leads this country, that's just, that's unacceptable. Now then the left will say, well, you know, you said the same thing during the Bush administration. Well, no, it's not the same thing. There's a difference between speaking out against policies that are going to destroy this country, speaking out against actions which are un-American, which are unconstitutional. There's a difference between that and leftist radicals who during the Bush years that actions that, frankly, if this were, what, the ninth, if this were 200 years ago, 150 years ago, 
they would be hanged for? Treason. Actions that are purely treason, whether it's someone like you know, John Murtha calling our troops killers, or these various uh, leftist politicians uh, calling the president a liar, or undermining the war efforts um, in any way. Yeah. Actually, actually, now there was a time when any action that would undermine the war effort would be considered treason, but we go away from that. Imagine if a president, 200 years ago, met with uh, the 19th century equivalent of a Hugo Chavez, of an enemy to this country, and was all laughing and giddy with him. That's fine. Yeah, but then the left says, oh, well, we have to talk to our enemies. You know, because we won't get anything done if we don't have diplomatic dialogue with them. You're not, you know, you're not saying that we shouldn't talk to them because you're a warmonger and just want to resort to violence all the time, like George Bush did. Yes, ha, 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 it's real funny. No. There's a difference between the left trying to label people as foremongers, uh, ignoring diplomacy, and being completely being complete appeasers, like they wouldn't have us do. No one jumps at the chance to have a war or to resort to military action that you know, we'll take a toll on the country in one way or another or more. Nobody in the right mind would do that. But, but with that said, in order to preserve the security of this country, in order to preserve it for future generations, in order to make sure that tyrants can't just threaten us and say all sorts of evil, cruel things against us and do all sorts of evil, cruel things to their people or other nations. You can't get down to the level of acting like your best friends with them. What's next? You know, we have Chavez over the White House and invite him over here next. Imagine that. This man, I don't think it's, un, it's not overstating it to say, he's fraternizing with tyrants, with dictators, someone who's supposed to be an American president. When has that ever been done in history? How is that remotely acceptable? Can I say it shouldn't be acceptable? It shouldn't be. All right. Uh, if you want to comment on that or anything else we'll discuss during the show, 347-308-8073 is the number. All right. Uh, a lot more to get to in tonight's program. I want to shift uh, a little bit to talk about the Tea Party uh, thing that happened last week. And then uh, later on we're going to do a couple couple more uh, good topics, so you want to stay tuned for that. Okay. Now, I don't know if you saw this or if you've listened to me or what that. I think there's an important premise to this. I don't agree with everything that the guy who originally organized this or uh, founded the organization that got the ball rolling of this believes in. Uh, is it the premise that government 
is completely under, out of control is a sound one. And I think, you know, if you would, if you would uh, deny that, that you're probably in Obama's back pocket. <laughs> um, and just, you know, people accusing someone going out there protesting of being racist or ridiculous things like that just goes to show how intolerant they are of other people's viewpoints. You know, there were clearly a fair array of people out there, and a lot of them. Um, like I said, though, that, I mean, that, I think, in the minds of most of the protesters, was their objective. Of course, the exception being... Now, there were a couple of things I didn't like about what this guy said. One of them was obviously, I don't know if anyone saw this big, if everyone saw this big uh, video that got a couple of million hits on YouTube or whatnot. Um, one thing he says is that, you know, to abolish the electoral college and give the votes back to the people, which is so stupid. He was trying to imitate a founding father in saying that. Well, the electoral college is in the Constitution. So apparently they thought it was a good idea and that all parts of the country should be recognized. Otherwise, all you have are the major population centers and everyone's going to ignore Everyone else. How is that a good idea? That's that's not Republicanism. So I don't know why the guy would mention that. That should not you know, that should not be anywhere near the top of the list. That's what the left says. That's a liberal thing to say. So I don't agree with that. But with with that said, um, you know, hopefully it did send a strong message because Government is uh, completely off the wall. And if something's wrong done about it, we're going to have a big brother state eventually. The problem is the government, which once, yeah, it's been a long time, but which once emphasized the values that this country was founded on has drifted away from the beneficence. And, unfortunately, instead of worrying about how we get back to that and using government in constructive ways, they're using it to, well, basically to poison the economic freedom of this country and to turn this country into essentially well a uh, socialist state. Who in the right mind want that? That's what Chavez wants. Obama's buddy. Are we gonna give him that? You know, are we gonna destroy one of the key foundations of this country? In favor of that? That would be an absolutely horrible idea. But I don't know why. Anyone in their right mind would want to do something like that. That's a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. The world needs to become more like America in these ways. Not the other way around. And anyone who thinks otherwise well frankly is apparently being an American because they think that what the government should do is Confiscating our 
our resources. And basically saying that we don't need any sort of individual progress, any sort of individual effort. And the government can do everything, it's fine. Fine and dandy because the government can do everything and wonder for it. You know, just don't worry about it. Government will do it. It's just fine and dandy. And anyone who's under that impression is really sorely mistaken. You know, it's very mistaken. And if you realize that all we're going to do is further bankrupt our country and destroy what's truly made us great and our freedom, our liberty, and Americans can succeed on their own merit, their own efforts. There's nothing racist, there's nothing unpatriotic about taking on the streets when you have a, a sound message like that. And sure, a lot of people were, were fooled. By this nonsense. That's why he won last year, unfortunately. But it doesn't have to be that way. People can still wake up and realize, hey, we made a mistake. And now we're experiencing a very disturbing change in the direction of socialism, the direction of complete government control over absolutely everything. If we can manage to limit the damage until the election next year, take back the House or Senate, or at least one, we can, you know, do significant, have significant efforts to curb this radical leftist agenda that's trying to push. That's that's what we got to do. Learn from our mistakes last year. Learn from that. But you know, when when you really think about it, he said exactly what he was going to do. Of course, he changed his mind a bunch of times. But generally, you got the overall impression, the overall picture. of what this man intended on doing. And even though we got that overall picture, a small majority still went with Obama. And you got to ask yourself, why? What could he possibly offer? Obviously, appealing our enemies, which we discussed earlier in the show. Um, no values whatsoever in that area. And a move towards, uh, well, socialism, which has failed everywhere that it's been tried. When you limit people's ability to succeed and you drag them down, and you establish it a state where people who are capable of contributing to society just don't want it because they'll be fine. They'll be taken care of uh, by not doing anything. Now, there's a difference between being helpless and 
about being hopeless. And these policies are frankly hopeless. And they're designed to help the hopeless. People who just don't care. They just want to leech off of everyone else. Not only that, but look at all the corruption in Washington. People try and say, you know, it's only some. It's not widespread. I'm sure there's some in the Republican Party also, but the Democratic Party is completely, completely overrun with it. Now, ironically, these liberals are the greatest perpetrators of financial corruption and other crimes and and violations of the public's trust. I mean, really, look at all this this money now that's being wasted. You know, we want to talk about the the uh, chief parties here. If you want to comment, let me know. Three four seven three zero eight zero seven three. Yeah, we want to talk about these tea parties here, but. I mean, look at all the money that's being wasted. I just, you know, heard something the other day. Now, on paper, when you're looking at the billions and trillions in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't seem like that much, but they add up. And it's a lot of money that could have been used for something else, something more constructive. You know, you've had a couple hundred million dollars over the years or so. Um, well, actually, it's just not that much. Um, let's say the better part of a hundred million. It's a lot of money. And many other things similar to this have been used for, uh, you know, the construction, the maintenance of John Murtha County Airport, really. You know, I love when, you know, these liberals always, they always name stuff after themselves when they're still alive. One, that's conceded. Two, you're not supposed to name things after people until they're dead. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's probably bordering on idolatry. Anyway. Um, you know, an airport that's a couple flights to Washington, of course, every day. Um, that's the kind of money that, that these guns spend stuff on. Oh, you have in West Virginia. You got every other thing named for Robert Byrd. Like, okay, do they realize that this guy, you know, they, they accuse Republicans or conservatives of being racist or people going out protesting and these protests of being racist. How about Robert KKK Byrd, a former grand wizard? of the KKK. That's fine, because he's a Democrat, and he's a liberal now, so that makes him cool. That's fine. The standards are so whacked and so non... so unfair. It is just startling and disturbing beyond belief. I mean, well... But, uh, wow, you know, it doesn't matter how many people go out there. Because they're going to find a way to just push their agenda regardless. The left is wrong on so many issues. And especially when it comes to because anyone who thinks that the fundamental, not sure, America's not perfect, it's always used improvement. But when people think that the fundamentals of this country, some of its building blocks, need to be torn down and rebuilt in a totally different way, that's not American. That's not patriotic. These people hate America. They hate what it stands for. And they want to reshape it and they want to reform it in their own image, in their own crazy, warped idea of what they think this country should be. This is wrong. You know, we should take solace in the fact that there's still a lot of people out there who are making a lot of noise about them. It's not enough. Uh, if, there, if there was enough doing it, Um, we wouldn't be in this position now. But we can't cry over spilled milk, obviously. So 
So we have to to the future, look to future elections and hopefully undo this damage and take the right course of action that we need to take. That's really the best we can hope for. And in fact, you know, let's move into this. Um, there was this whole big to-do about Governor Harry uh, of Texas saying, you know, supposedly advocating secession, when she clearly wasn't. It was a very neutral statement. But he just said that there might come a point where people feel that that's the only way they can preserve America, preserve our values. Um, and they jumped on his case for that, saying, you know, that's the most un-American thing someone could say, blah, 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 blah. Well, I tend to sympathize with somebody like that, because if it comes to the point where either the entire country gets destroyed and you lose any semblance of what America once was of its greatness, wasn't it better to save part of the country than lose it all? I think that's pretty cut and clear and cut. And as we came to that, I would have no problem immigrating to the uh, independent republic of Texas. Really? Oh, how can you say that? That's just crazy. Well, no, it's not crazy. Because the fact is that there's certain parts of the country where more people just get it than other parts. For instance, in New Jersey, compared to Texas, percentage-wise, very few people really get it in New Jersey. A lot more get it in Texas. It's just a fact. You can look at that from ideologies, from the way states are won, from the way people vote. It is pretty obvious. You know, in, in states like New Jersey, for instance, these people are just so brainwashed and so consumed with leftist thinking that they just left, they just, you know, it's fine, raise our taxes to among the highest in the nation, run the deficit, run the country into the ground. Let's just worry about, you know, how we can get gay civil unions. Oh, we got that. Now let's worry about how we can get to gay marriage eventually. Because, you know, that's a top priority. Corrupting at another institution of this country. That should be a top priority. That's what leftists would rather worry about instead of issues that actually matter to people. They just want to further destroy this country in every conceivable way. Every conceivable way. All right, 347-308-8073 is the number if you want to give me a call. Comment on anything we've discussed so far tonight. I would love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, tell your friend about the show also. It's always good to have, a, have more people listen. And I hope this uh, works out. Trying to, trying to make it fun? Okay. Oh, we've got a couple more things to talk about after the, the break. Um... I want to discuss this whole thing with uh, a former Apollo astronaut coming out uh, talking about uh, UFOs and that sort of thing. We'll get into that after the break. And also, um, since we had to delay the show from yesterday um, and yeah the premieres now today obviously the Columbine anniversary the 10th anniversary yesterday and we'll, we'll talk about that also uh, so we'll get into that during the during the second segments okay um, now I'm moving over a little little uh, bit that I had uh, my other show move that over to the conservative hour here that's uh, called the uh, liberal Wisdom timeout. Now you have to li- listen to, to me ranting all the time about my conservative beliefs. I'm giving the liberals a couple minutes, just give their spiel. No, no more than three minutes. Just you know, tell, tell me why, why, why I'm wrong. 
Uh, okay, so we'll let uh, President Hussein, I mean President Obama, excuse me, take it away. We'll be back in three. This is the A.J. Bruno Show, the Conservative Hour with A.J. Wow, I just messed up there. This is the Conservative Hour with A.J. Bruno, uh, <laughs> the all-new show here. So give me a call. Let me know what you think. Uh, we'll be back right after this message from your favorite commander-in-chief. This is uh, Rogan. This is President Barack Obama. Uh, thank you again for having me on the program. Um, I know that you're a big fan of mine, uh, Mr. Bruno. Uh, you know, thank you for your support of hope uh, and for change. You know, because I know we can all agree that uh, things are much better off now than they were the past eight years. Yeah, look. Um, and I want to take this uh, this moment, this uh, time out, to uh, talk a little bit about my foreign policy. You know, I think we're doing a phenomenal job. We're really uh, sticking into the terrorists. Oh, 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 sorry, no, not terrorists. Um, I, I apologize for using that offensive word. Uh, please uh, forgive me. I meant nothing but. Now, whatever. Um, look, we're doing a lot to stop these man-caused disasters. Uh, yeah, things are going great. Um, you know, we're going to get out of this clone during Iraq. Uh, you know, we're going to deal with Afghanistan. And then we're going to, uh, invade Pakistan. And that should go off well. Uh, because, uh, look, I know I've, I've done a phenomenal job so far. And I'm trying to do better. Um, you know, this whole uh, North Korean issue. I was very clear with the North Koreans. I told them, look, uh, I'm asking you very nicely. Please do not uh, redevelop uh, your nuclear weapon program. And if you launch that missile, uh, I would prefer you don't do it. I asked them very nicely. I said, please. Please, Mr. Uh, Zhang uh, So let's see if that works. Yeah, I, try, uh, I tried my prime myself on tough diplomacy. Uh, that's just how I roll. Uh, that's the way I'm. Uh, that's why I think I'm one of the, uh, the greatest presidents uh, in history. I'm certainly done a great job in foreign policy so far. Um, look, I think we should have a whole conference of our so-called enemies. Uh, we can have uh, Mahmoud and and Fidel and and Hugo and and Kim and uh, and all those guys. Uh, maybe Osama too. Why don't we invite them over? We'll have a big banquet in the White House. It should be fun. You know, when you get a group like that together, it's pretty unpredictable to see uh, how crazy uh, the night can be. I think we can get a lot accomplished. Yeah, we should just negotiate uh, with our so-called enemies. And, you know, look, I, th I think these tactics will uh, work a lot better than the failed policies of George Bush. You know, um, finally closing Gitmo. That's another accomplishment as well. And, all right, well, thank you. I think it's uh, pretty clear that my foreign policy has been a resounding success so far. And, look, uh, Americans voted for hope, and they voted for change. And uh, I think you can see that now. And uh, yeah, thank you for your support. Um, and you know, uh, and you know, cheers to uh, uh, many more successes that we've had so far. It's been a great two months. And uh, you know, here's to 46 more. All right. Uh, well, thank you. I'm going to go now. And uh, look, you can get back and talk to my good friend, uh, Mr. Bruno, who I know uh, agrees with me on virtually everything. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, Mr. President. That was, of course, enlightening. It's always great to hear from you. Uh, and we all love you, of course, and we agree with everything you have to say. We wouldn't dare question our our glorious leader. Such a good guy. Yeah. You can't help but love him. You know, he's such a, such a great guy. You know? Oh, well. Don't want to get too, uh, too emotional about it. Uh, because, you know, I just love him so much. I can't help it. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Once again, the number is 347-308-8073. Um, give me a call anytime, uh, anytime during the show. Got anything to talk about? Whether it's something we discuss or uh, anything else, I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Now let's let's 
jump in this whole issue. And, you know, like I said, this program, uh, you know, basically it's politically based mostly, but obviously tied to some other issues. We're going to talk about history a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about some added ordinary things, some unusual issues. Um, so, yeah, okay. I read a couple articles like this today. Apparently, you know, well-respected uh, former astronauts on the one of the Apollo missions, uh, six man to land on the, to walk on the moon and, and whatnot, uh, Edgar Mitchell, Edgar Mitchell, excuse me. Um, you know, he said that all the government is hiding things. Um, he said that there, he's seen proof himself that there's people that have come in confidence. Well, that's, you know, there's some high-ranking animals who say they want to get to the bottom of this. And they, Deny it later, I guess, after someone intimidates them or or uh or whatnot. And and well, you might think, oh, you know, it was crazy conspiracy theory, blah blah blah. Well, I think more and more people are open to this idea. And as a conservative, I you know, there's nothing wrong with believing that there are certain aspects of the government which you're just in it for, well, for other probably nefarious reasons. And you know, we have to be visual of that. And look, when you look at the evidence, I think it's compelling. Clearly, we're being visited. I think it's pretty almost certain. Well, you can't you can't always be you can't ever be 100 percent certain, but you know, it's pretty sure. You know, and people say, well, you know, where's the smoking gun? Where's the definitive, indisputable proof? Well, that's why there's a cover-up because the government gets rid of the indisputable proof, and you're left with, you know, mostly anecdotal evidence or, or things along those lines. You know, with that said. There's probably certain truth, and there's probably certain distruths. Excuse me. And we have to be careful not to jump to conclusions without considerable evidence that would lead us to these conclusions. But with that said, clearly there is much more to this issue than any government is letting on. And well, it's the right of people to know this. You know, I, what possible reason? Sure, it would probably send certain shockwaves if people knew this, but they could handle it. And it doesn't, to me, it doesn't complicate anything because the universe is so vast. It just adds to its majesty. It just means that. the vastness and greatness of it is just far beyond what we ever comprehended. It's the right of people to know that. It's not a national security thing. So it really, you know, it really makes sense to just let the information out. And, you know, you even look at, for instance, President Reagan specifically mentioned extraterrestrials on seven different occasions. And one time with, with Gorbachev, he said, uh, you know, wouldn't it be something if, uh, you know, there was an alien, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, you know, if there was an alien threat, an alien invasion, how quickly we would all put aside our differences and, you know, and work together. And, you know, Gorbachev goes, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's a rather odd, odd reference, unless there's some reason to it. Maybe he was sending hints to people. You never know. There's also a theory that maybe it's some sort of military aircraft. Well, yeah, yeah. Most of these incidents can be explained. I'm sure some of them haven't been explained probably relate to the military, but some of them, you know, if you get sort of certain 
craft that you know you're talking about certain things you know mile long or several football fields long long as an aircraft carrier flying in bizarre patterns um, or you have military officers or government officials saying they've seen certain things um, a lot of people seem to be threatened just to not saying that and I have a hard time believing that a lot of these you know that all these military members and government agents are lying but all right. Why don't we go to the phones? Uh, we have a caller, 317 number here. Uh, hello, you're on the conservative hour. What's going on? Hi. I was wanting to speak with the president. <laughs> <laughs> Still on? <laughs> well, sure. Let me see if I can get him. Hold on. Uh, hello there. This is uh, President Obama. Uh, is this one of my friends? Oh, President Obama, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you on Blog Talk Radio. I can't believe it. Is it true that you bowed to Saudi Arabia's king? Uh, you know, sooner or later, we're all going to have to live under Sharia law, so we should get used to it uh, while we can. Oh, so what your uh, um, spokesman said wasn't true, you weren't? cleaning off your shoes or bending over to uh, uh, to shake hands with him then. Hmm. Thanks. Well, <laughs> anyway, that was great. You make the best Obama I've ever seen. <laughs> I ever heard. <laughs> well, sure. What else? Uh, Mr. Gibbs said uh, I had to be true because every word that comes out of his mouth is gospel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything that comes out of your mouth is the truth, too, isn't it? Well, that's why Americans voted for hope, and they voted for change, and to an end to the eight years of failed policies of George Bush. Well, I was wondering, Mr. Our President, I guess that's what your name is, Obama, why was it that your first act was to bomb Pakistan, the first act that you did when you got into office? I was just curious about that, if you were the no-war president. Uh, you shouldn't question my actions. It's very unpatriotic of you. Oh, okay. And um, I shouldn't talk about the pork in your stimulus either? Uh, if you mean the uh, Economic uh, Recovery and Investment Act? That's the one. Oh, I think it's a great act, and I thank you for your support of it. Uh, look, I think we got a great uh, package together today. And it's certainly going to stimulate the economy. Oh. Whose economy? What country? Uh, I think I detect a hit of uh, sarcasm there. Oh, no. I was just wondering what what country it was going to benefit because, um, you know, with the bailouts and everything, we were loaning money overseas and all that, and our businessmen couldn't get loans to meet their payrolls, so they had to lay Americans off. So I was just curious, in what country did it benefit? Uh, I don't think it matters what country it benefits, because it's going to benefit us all. And, uh, look, it'll give us all hope, and it'll give us all change, and anything is better than the policies of drug Hmm. Really? I'm sorry, I don't have my teleprompter in front of me. I didn't know that. Geez, I'm glad that you've informed me of that, because I I thought that um, you were uh, the Americans' president. You know, uh, do you have allegiance to another country, or? Uh, I'm everyone's president. Uh, uh, I don't know uh, what you're getting at. But uh, you go and I, we're uh, going to go uh, have some fun, uh, go out for a couple of skis. All righty, then. Thanks a lot for uh, speaking with me. And, boy, I'd sure enjoy uh, if you got on Blog Talk more often. Uh, of course. Uh, you might not know, but it's always been a hobby of mine. I've been on here for years. <laughs> well, thank you. Hey, great show. Loved it. Thanks. And, uh
Thank you, uh, Mr. President. Uh, also. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, we're back on here. Um, okay, let's finish up talking about this issue. If you want to comment on anything, 347-308-8073 is the number. Okay. Um, anyway, so maybe it has something to do with uh, the military. I'm concerned this, but like I said, you got too much, you say, anecdotal evidence, too many people, reputable people saying, hey, something's going on here, I've seen something, I've heard something, something's fishy, whatnot. Clearly something's going on. Uh, you know, we should get to the bottom of it. Get to the truth, whatever they did. I'm not a fan of, of cover-ups like that. It doesn't threaten national security. There's no reason for it. You know, you can't treat everyone like they're just simpletons that don't need to worry about these matters and just can live on and do whatnot. Um, I'm not a simpleton. I don't think a large number of people are. Well, of course, many people are, but many people aren't, and they can deal with these matters. Um, <laughs> anyway. We should just think about these things more. And uh, you want to stay tuned because we're going to try and get a good guest on to talk about these sorts of issues. This interests me, so I think it's important to really get to the bottom of something like this. I think it's important. Okay. I want to you know, close. Let's, let's discuss the whole Columbine thing and the issues like you know, that surround that uh, the last few minutes of the show. <sighs> obviously, it is horrible what happened there 10 years ago. And, you know, I saw a report now recently trying to say that you know, some of the beliefs about it aren't true and whatnot. I'm not going to believe that. You know, we got people's family members and whatnot saying that this, you know, so-and-so said that, or my daughter was killed because of the beliefs and whatnot. And people who were obviously incredibly upstanding and pious and persecuted for their beliefs and killed for them. People trying to minimize the significance of some of these events. Which we obviously shouldn't stand for. Because to me, that is incredibly significant. You know, there were also, there were protests uh, yesterday outside of the state capitol in Denver. Um, people protesting against guns and whatnot. You know, it's in the Second Amendment for a reason. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And you can bet that those people will find a way to kill them regardless, if they really want to. It's not guns that are the problem. It's these people and the actions they take and the police they hold and, and whatnot that are the real problem. Yeah, and we've gotten to the point in this country where No, I, I think it's very symbolic, actually. Um, obviously, not to compare, but that's the kind of you know people are targeted because of their beliefs and victimized. You know, many times it's obviously not to that extent, but. That's the kind of country you live in now. 
you know, you can only hope that, that tragedies like that bring about some positive things with them. And I think it has, right? And I think that uh, in the lives of some of these people definitely have you. And had uh, an important effect after they were born. And we have to be vigilant about these sorts of things. But too often, people try and blame blame us in places where the blame isn't deserved. You know, perhaps if we didn't completely dilute the public life, dilute public schools of any sort of values or any sort of uh, teachings regarding that, maybe we would be in that position. Or maybe if someone gave kids like that a reason not to do a horrible thing that they did, they wouldn't have happened. Let me see that over and over again. Think about it. Nobody, say 50 years ago, would think that these sorts of massacres in schools and whatnot, whether it's what's happening in Columbine or in Virginia Tech, uh, would be possible. Now, how someone can do something like that or even conceive that this could happen. And, you know, the left will try and say that it has nothing to do with um, putting up this imaginary separation of church and state, which doesn't exist, which they invented and tried to put it under the establishment clause, which is completely inappropriate to apply it to. You know? If we hadn't allowed this to happen, well, other things wouldn't have happened either. Maybe some food for thought that these sorts of people should think about before they open their big mouths with stupid things that make no sense whatsoever and that have no bearing in the reason or logic or in the Constitution at all. And it's scary that people like that actually have a substantial power over these matters. It is absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. And that's putting it mildly, I think. Look, I wanted to at least devote a few minutes of the show to what I think about that. Um, anyway, it, it's been a great it's been a great first show. Uh, be sure to tell your friends about it. Let's get the ball rolling on this uh, this thing in the conservative hour with your host AJ Bruno. Let me know if you have any suggestions or anything like that. It's always Always great uh, to hear. You can join the Facebook group. That's the Conservative the Conservative Hour with AJ Bruno. That's A-J-A-Y. You can find it on there pretty easily. Join up. Let me know what you think. Uh, send me a favorite on Blog Talk Radio. That would be great also. Send me an email. Um, you have any thoughts, any suggestions? Anything along those lines, I would be happy to come. That would be be great. Okay, so we will be back tomorrow, same time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, an hour show, of course. Uh, Sorry, we won't be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday and Friday. And again, next week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, we'll probably have a Wednesday show in the next couple of weeks, but like I said, I have a couple other things to deal with right now, so um, that won't be immediate, but we'll get to that eventually. Uh, thanks so much for listening. It's been a, you know, been a fun time, the first show. Keep listening, and uh, hey, thanks a lot. It's been great. Let's keep laughing at the left together. Always a fun thing to do, I think. Anyway, this is A.J. Bruno for the Conservative Hour. I'm signing off for now. Have a good one.